0: Hello, my friends. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. I am, first of all, going to thank you right off the bat for choosing this podcast today, choosing to listen to this episode. Um, I am so grateful for you guys. Um, I'm coming up on the two-year anniversary of the podcast uh, at the end of January, and my goal was I was going to try for 100,000 downloads by the end of the month, and you know I didn't think we were going to make it, but we we just might. I don't know. I think I'm at 87,000 right now. And so, all right, we can do this. I'm going to push full steam ahead to get this podcast into as many mom's ears as possible. And it's because of your stories. It's because of your experiences. I have my own. Yes, of course. But it's the way that you guys show up, whether you reach out to me on Instagram and the DMs, um, or if you're in Mothers Together and I talk to you there, or you've been on the podcast and I talk to you here, you all have stories too. And it turns out that other moms really want to hear them, right? And if you've clicked on this episode and you're listening to this right now, it means you want to hear another mom's story too. It's this community sense that changes everything. And and I've been saying that from the beginning. And the podcast is one piece of that community puzzle, um, and so I'm, I'm so glad that you're, you're listening. But I also want to invite you to do something that I've never asked for before, and that is to share a story for a mini episode of the podcast. So let me explain. Every Monday, as you guys know, I bring on a mom. We have a back and forth conversation, uh, you know, a really nice chat, and we talk all about what it's like to raise neurodivergent kids in general. You know, we talk about their lives. I've also started bringing some dads on on Fridays. And by the way, I, I I only had a few dads volunteer. But if I have more dads, I am so happy to keep that series going because it did really well and was really popular. Um, and then those in between Monday and Friday episodes, I really was thinking that I would be able to... Uh, basically get on this microphone every day and and talk about whatever's on my mind. And as much as I would love to do that, there are literally not enough hours in the day. And I can't, at least not yet, Not, not in this current season of business and life. But at the same time, I feel like a once a week episode with a mom isn't enough, because I think it would be really helpful if you got to hear on a regular basis an anecdote from another mom raising a neurodivergent kid. And so I'm inviting all of you, every single one of you listening right now, if you are interested, to submit to me an anonymous anecdote about a moment in your life raising a neurodivergent kid. And and my parameters here are pretty, pretty loose. Um, I'm only looking for it to be related to raising a neurodivergent kid, but that's pretty much it. Um, you know, it can be a positive story. It can be a struggle. It can be both. Um, the idea is that the listeners, you guys go, Oh my gosh, I I have had that same experience before. Oh, we went through the same thing. Wow. It's good to know that I'm not the only one who had a child react that way in that situation, right? It's all about validation, validation, validation. And This would be different from the Monday episodes. So this would be short. I'm talking 10-ish minutes, give or take, you know, five, three to five minutes in either direction. But it would be a short episode, a quick bite, and it would be a specific story that you're telling. So when I say the word story, I really mean moment in time, anecdote. For example, my very first episode of this podcast, which many of you have heard is called my rock bottom parenting moment. And I'm talking about the waffle story with Mr. Nine, who was three at the time. But I've also told the story uh, with the egg pan. And a lot of you listened to that one. I I don't I want to say that was like episode four or five, maybe. That was a specific moment in time about this egg pan. That's what I'm looking for here, where you are telling the story, just like if you had a friend that you were picking up the phone or FaceTiming or texting or whatever, and you were like, I have to tell you what happened to us today. That's the story I want to hear. So again, it's going to be kept short, 10 minutes ish. Um, certainly no more than 20, but really aim for closer to 10. It's completely anonymous. I'm not going to put your name in the title of these episodes. I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to say your name or your kids' names or anything like that. Although if you don't care, that's totally fine too. And you would just record yourself. I'm not even going to be in this conversation. Um, the best way to go about this would just to be a, using a voice recording app on your phone. Um, there are plenty to choose from um and once you record yourself you can it, it will allow you to share that file and you're going to share it right to my email my email is on the hard days at gmail.com i'll put it in the the show notes of this episode as well um you're just going to email me the file directly and i'm going to take that file and obviously i'll give it a quick listen just to see you know if um if you need to take a second to um, come for a, a screaming child, not to worry, I will edit that part out. You know, I'll do some basic editing, but then I'm just going to upload it. And I would love to do this on a daily basis. Now, it all depends on how many, um, you know, how many people do it. But the fact of the matter is, is we all have stories and actually reminds me of teaching. It reminds me, you know, when I'm teaching fifth graders writing and this is part of our fifth grade curriculum with writing is to talk about like a moment in time. And so many kids struggle with this. And I hand them that paper. And of course, it's like, I don't know what to write about. I don't have any stories. I, and, and I say on the flip side, all you have are stories. Every single moment in your life is a story. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing right this very second is technically actually a story. If you're driving to work and you're in a rush, that's a story. If you are walking your dog right now um, with a poop bag in one hand and a coffee in the other and a leash around your wrist, that's a story, right? We all have a million stories. The question is, what stories do you have that you think other moms of neurodivergent kids would find comfort in in hearing? So if you want to submit more than one story, by all means, I would just do them as separate files. That's all. I would just request that um, because they will be different podcast episodes. And because it's anonymous, unlike the Monday episodes where I'm saying the mom's name, these are anonymous. I'm just going to upload it. You know, on Tuesday, we're going to have this episode talking about this trip to the library. And on, on Thursday, I'm uploading uh, an episode where someone's telling a, a story about uh, parent teacher conferences, whatever it is, or um this morning trying to get ready for school. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. But when you tell a story, just as I tell my fifth graders when you're writing, when you're telling a story, it needs to have something that will appeal to the reader or the listener. You know, what's the message of this story? What are you trying to convey? That this is hard, this journey we're on? Yeah. So feel free to convey that. This is hard. Or we can triumph. Small wins are big wins. Absolutely. Whatever. But you're telling a specific story about a moment in time when something happened with your neurodivergent kid. Um, and, and that's what I'm hoping to get out of this, because I think it would be nice, especially if they're only 10 minutes long, for moms to just grab these little quick stories and, and listen to them um, on a daily basis. And it's like, OK, all right, this mom's been through that moment, too. I can do this. I can put one foot in front of the other. I can do this. So that's the goal. So I'm inviting you always, I'm going to put this out and it'll be uh, an intro into my podcast for for a little while, Um, but the offer will always stand. Record yourself uh, on a voice recording app, take the file and send it to me via email at ontheharddays at gmail.com. And I will do a quick edit if need be and then upload it. Don't worry about mistakes. This is not uh, no perfectionism here. Um, There are no such thing as mistakes. Like if you were talking to a friend, you wouldn't be like, you know what? Let me tell the whole story all over again because I said um too many times. No, you're good. Just tell the story. What's on your heart about a specific moment in time? Any questions, you know how to reach me, um, DM me on Instagram at on the hard days with dots in between each word, um, or email me. Um, but I am ready for these submissions. So you don't even need to check in with me unless you want to. You can go ahead today, today, right now. If you have 10 minutes, find a voice recording app. Uh, iPhones just have one built in if you swipe down from the top right corner. Um, but you can also download an app and just, just tell a story. It can be from when your kid was two or five or 10 or 15 or whatever. Doesn't matter. Tell the story. Keep it anonymous. Send it my way. I'm going to be putting out these episode shorts as soon as the entries come in. As always, my friends, thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for you. And now on to the episode.
1: My Mr. Six is neurodivergent. He has ADHD with autistic-like behaviors, and he has anxiety disorder. At first, he was diagnosed with the anxiety disorder, and we have been in therapy for several months, almost a year now, and it's helped quite a ton. And through that therapy, we found out about his neurodivergence diagnosis. Most days, it's okay and we work through the issues and we have a level head and we use our resources that we've learned through our own research, being our own advocate as well as the advocate of our therapist. But Some days it's really hard. That day for me was on Saturday. Mr. Six is in basketball. Uh, It's a intramural league and he loves playing basketball. It was one of his first games after Christmas break. And I noticed he wasn't wanting to get in the mix of all the other kids. The overstimulation was real for him. And he had to kind of extract himself and walk along the sides of everyone. Things happened like the ball passed right by him and he was in his own little world. Didn't even realize it. And at first, I found myself getting frustrated, and I wanted to say, go get the ball, Mr. Six, or rebound, and then I noticed something else. When it was his time to set out, he looked really sad. So I walked over to the bench, and I talked to him, and he was disappointed in himself. So I sat next to him during the next quarter, and explained to him some of the rules, thinking he just doesn't get it. Uh, he doesn't understand what rebounding means, and, you know, he's still learning. I go back, and I sat in the bleachers when it was his time to go back in. It was hard to watch him in this state. It started to make me very sad, uh, which typically I don't go that route. I'm a you know, a doer. I like to just get in there and help. And sometimes I get frustrated, but sad, not often the case. Well, the coach had noticed Mr. Six wasn't getting the ball, and he wanted to make sure that he had his turn. So he asked the other little kids to pass the ball to Mr. Six. I noticed right then the difference when the child that had the ball looked at Mr. Six, shook his head, and passed the ball to someone else. I could have cried right then and there. And then it happened again, and then again, when the coach uh, asked them to pass the ball. My son doesn't understand why... He's not getting the ball when he's playing since it is just a young kid's league. And it's really hard as the parent to see him being overstimulated but still wanting to participate and then not being able to participate because of his inability to get in the game, so to speak. I was sad about this all day because I started thinking, I just wish he didn't have these struggles. And then I sat back later that night and I thought, I'm really lucky to have Mr. Six. Mr. Six does have struggles and it's hard for him to do certain things. But he is such a deep thinker and he is such a caring child and he is beyond what I could have ever imagined out of a kid. I hope that the next time we go to basketball, which will be the next Saturday, that I can just encourage him and support him and keep him motivated regardless of what I'm seeing on the court. Or how others are treating him instead of reverting and getting sad. Because in some ways I feel like I failed him. Because I sat there sad and not the encouraging mom. At first the frustrated mom. At first the mom that was saying, go rebound the ball. But now I know that he is... He's enjoying himself and if I encourage him and if I go out there and I say, Mr. Six, you're doing great and mommy is so proud of you that he's going to have a good time regardless of what it looks like for me to watch him out on that court. And really, what does it matter if he's good at six years old? I think that what matters is he's out there trying something new, which is really hard for him. And what matters is he's getting his exercise, and he's making new friends. And he didn't notice what I noticed. He didn't notice the kids not wanting to pass the ball to him. So why should I focus on that? Now, that's easier said than done at times because we're human and things impact us. And for me, this impacted me. It made me sad, and I've thought about it for days now, I've thought about not the sadness, but why I got sad, and how could I have made that situation better? So as we move forward and we go to basketball this Saturday, my goal as a parent is to say, good job, buddy. You're doing great. And not, hey, Mr. Six, rebound. And really start just enjoying the fact that he is enjoying himself. And if he's not enjoying himself, pushing him forward through encouragement. So that's my goal moving forward. And hopefully the rest of the season, he can just enjoy himself regardless of if he wants to get in the mix of the stimulation or not.
0: Thanks for listening today. If you would like to talk with me personally, where we can chat and just get to know each other like old friends, I would love to do a discovery call with you. Go to my website ontheharddays.com and click on Schedule a Call. And if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, please do so so that you get the latest when they roll out. Not to mention, please leave a review if you feel like this episode spoke to you. That way, the podcast will be shown to more mothers. And finally, you can find me on Instagram at OnTheHardDays with dots in between each word or in my free Facebook community, Podcast and community. If you are feeling isolated in your parenting journey, I encourage you to reach out through any of these means so that I can connect you with your people and support you in whatever way you need.